1: In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at
2: luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: The Raiders is a team that we don't care for.
1: Something, something. <laughs> from With Lord Latimer just place. And Tim Lynch, yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Uh. Incomplete. Put down your popcorn, pick up your sodas, grab a beer. It's time for something something Broncos. I've got Lori Lettermore Volkman here, I've got Tim Lynch here today. We are brought to you by. John Elway's quarterback, the only Nintendo Entertainment System football game that matters besides all the other ones that were way better.
2: <laughs> did you know there was a glitch on John Elway's co- quarterback that if you threw it a certain way and a receiver caught it, he ran 10 times as fast as everybody else and you can run around the whole field, and nobody ever catch you?
1: Did not I did not know that.
2: that. Did not know that. When John Elway's quarterback game came out, how many games do you think I got for Christmas of John Elway's quarterback? Because they're like, whoa, Tim likes this, of course. <laughs> so, yes, I played the shit out of that game. So, free agency
1: officially opened today. The league year has begun. The Broncos have made some moves. They've razzled. They've dazzled. They've flaccoed. How do you feel about it, Lori? Phil Flacco, quarterback of the Denver Broncos.
0: Pretty good. <laughs> elite. I feel elite.
1: And Tim, do you share your uh, her elite feelings?
2: I think Bronco fans are going to be surprised by Joe Flacco's performance in 2019. So he's actually a good quarterback, whereas Case Keenum had one good year. Joe Flacco actually has had a pretty good career. You know, the elite jokes aside, you know, he got a massive contract that maybe he wasn't quite Aaron Rodgers good, but... I think he was—he's—he's he's above average quarterback, an actual above average quarterback, not a quarterback who had a in in above average year one time. Has a career two to one touchdown interception ratio, sixty two percent career passer. He's not a bad quarterback. Is all I'm saying.
0: We definitely upgraded by having Flacco instead of Keenum. I don't think that we should start getting too excited that we're gonna have. And a Super Bowl MVP type quarterback, but hopefully we have a, a quarterback who can move the ball downfield. He s- seemingly is a better scheme fit, as Elway and Fangio kind of indicated today, and that could do wonders. All all we need is for is for Flacco to be efficient and keep that two to one TD to INT ratio, and move the ball down the field and we can win games and we can have a defense hopefully that will prevent the other team from scoring more points than us
1: (laughs) central to the game of football i agree (laughs)
0: that's what i've heard Um, that's what i've heard were
1: you more excited about news of flacco coming to denver or of case keenum being traded to washington keenum traded to washington for sure yeah me too yeah (laughs) I i have to agree with that I always love to think about him just like grabbing all of Case Keenum's stuff and just like kind of throwing it into the parking lot at, at Dove Valley. <laughs> and, then he's like, stuff! and then like he goes out and chases it. It just like locks the door real quick. Like, ah, ah, I can't get in. And they're like waving at him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then they close the blinds and it's Joe Flacco's face. That's-
0: <laughs> Cue the movie production by Just Place.
1: There you go. That's what I bring to the table.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty Ah. close to what I was seeing in my head when I saw the Broncos tweet out, thank you, Case Keenum, today. I was
0: just going to say, the Broncos Twitter game today was not on the mark. You could tell their little promo video of Joe Flacco, which was so PR. It was like clearly trying to make us believe that this guy is going to lead us to the promised land. Broncos tweet just saying thank you, Case Keenum. And you could tell a kind of half assed effort to say, hey, thanks, but see you later. <laughs> Didn't work out.
1: <laughs> Don't go away mad.
2: Just go away. <laughs> if you want to see good Twitter game, I was at the top of my game today on Myler, so. yeah, Mile High Report. Yes, <laughs> Mile High Report Twitter. I, yeah. I feel good about Wednesday. So, <laughs>
1: Twitter game was very on point uh, the other day with the Raider stuff. Like you were, you were kind of you know, taking them to task. Good. Long story short, if you're not following Mile High Report uh, on Twitter at Mile High Report, great follow uh, for everyone who likes Mile High Report. <laughs> oh God, we're off the rails already, aren't we? Um, okay, so. Uh, so Joe Flacco, thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, moderate, like a uh, one quarter tick, thumbs up over Case Keenum. Is that the consensus? Like we're we're kind of happy with. Uh, it's a it's up. a thumbs up.
0: It's a thumbs up for sure.
2: You am a two, two thumbs, thumbs up. Double thumb. Two thumbs. Two thumbs. Ooh, That's two I'm, thumbs. I'm
0: only going with yeah. one. <laughs> only one from me.
2: It, it okay. If it was either Case Keenum or Joe Flacco, I'm doing the two thumbs. Please, give me <laughs> anyway, Joe Flacco. See.
1: We are steadily improving, and like that's at least we're not like the Giants where we it, it, clearly we just have no idea what the hell we're doing. Where right? we
0: gi- just gave away our very best player.
1: <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna do it. We're just gonna do it. And and cool. as first of uh, recording, uh, Eli Manning is still on the roster, and they just extended a first round pick to putting Laurie on the spot. What is the name of the wide receiver they put a first round tender on?
0: Oh, I don't know.
2: Corey Coleman. He was a first-round pick in 2016. I've never heard of him.
1: So, all right, so aside from uh, Joe Flacco, Joseph Flacco, we got... um, Kareem Jackson? uh, Kareem Jackson is a Denver Bronco, and he's kind of amazing. Like, when Chris Hart, who we had on the uh, Something Something Broncos podcast last week was like he's the guy i wanted he's the guy i wanted and like clicking around i was looking and oh my god the guy can play he's actually like i'm kind of excited to see what he can do it was savage it was brutal it was like wow like that's a that's a hit like i could I could get used to that if if that's what the day-to-day is. So, Tim, how do you feel about Kareem Jackson coming to the Denver Broncos?
2: Good signing. I think he fills an immediate knee with Bradley Roby leaving. The contract is favorable to basically a two-year contract, and the Broncos have an option where they could get out of it in 2021. You know, my only concern was his age, uh, but he's coming off his best season yet. Pair him with Chris Harris Jr., provides some stability uh, in the secondary, and hopefully Fangio can figure out how to get Justin uh, Simmons and Will Parks to, to play at a higher level in, in 2019.
1: What about Juwan James? Denver Broncos lost out on Billy Turner, ended up going to the Green Bangy Packers. Um, they immediately went after Juwan
2: James. That's a good thing, because Billy Turner is pretty good backup, but he got starter money. So <laughs> I'll take the starting right tackle, who's pretty damn good over a backup who's getting starter money any day. So good good signing. I like him. What about you, Lori?
0: I think both of our free agent signings were good moves. We got two positions that we really needed to fill, and I think it was important to fill them with free agents and not rely on the draft, because I think those are positions we need starters. And so Kareem Jackson will come in, and he's an obvious upgrade over Bradley Robley, and I do think it, he'll be a good combination with Chris Harris Jr. And then with Juwan James, we're definitely helping that offensive line. I'm sad that we don't have Matt Paradise. And it feels like... we Matt who? (laughs) Paradise. It feels like we really could have had him. He didn't sign for any more money than we had initially offered him. It would have been great to keep him even in injury aside, I think the continuity and his football IQ would have been really helpful. I think, I think it will get better. So I feel good about both those guys.
1: I find it hard to get very excited about offensive linemen, uh, except ones that don't hold. Like I, it's really kind of like a terrible. Terrible position to, to, to be in it's it, you only get noticed when you get like multiple penny penalties. Uh, called on you at Garrett Bowles um, <laughs> <laughs> I you know at Orlando Franklin um, it, it really it, <laughs> it's I Hope he's great. He looks like he's going to be great. There are all these great things people are saying and I, Yeah, sure. Yeah, James why not? Let's go. Let's go, James. You ready to ball? Let's ball. Let's play some Bronco football. Let's go. All right. And so, besides uh, Matt Paradis, um, the Broncos uh, lost some players.
2: Oh, when free agency opened, I kind of broke down everything the Broncos did, and and one of the section was, you know, free agent losses, and it it listed all the Broncos on restricted free agents, and of all of them, the only two that have signed have been. Well, three, Billy Turner and Matt Paradis and Bradley Roby. People were kind of wondering, why, why aren't we signing him back? I mean, it'd be great to have Damana Petko back. It'd be great to have, you know, Zach Kerr and Shaquille Barrett and Jeff Hewerman. But, but aside from Barrett, are you thinking any of these players would change losses to wins in games for the Broncos next year? I really don't think so. Yeah. We could, they could find anybody. It's just... Well, I, as long I as like we find players, people... I think
0: Jeff Hoyerman is replaceable, but he was pretty good as long as he wasn't hurt.
1: I, I would love for him to work out. He, it wasn't in the cards, like from from the get go. Like it, it never materialized with him. He had a couple. He flashed. He he definitely flashed, but it's just it's not working. Like it, you pull, you know, pull stakes and and move on when clearly it's not working.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is the the Broncos aren't done. They. The cap numbers for Jackson and James are amazingly low in the first year. It's it's six million cap hit uh, in the first year for Jackson uh, and a an eight million dollar hit for James. So that's you know six and eight. That's fourteen million. With all the roster moves that they made, they were in the thirties. So they they've got plenty of room to make more signings. So I just think always waiting for some of that them bargain bin shopping.
1: Well, good. I, by all means, you know, that's how the Broncos used to do it. Like, it, the, the 97 and 98 Super Bowls were all scratch and dent guys. Very rarely do you go after the DeMarcus Ware, the TJ Wards, and keep to Leebs and actually win the Super Bowl as a result. So, um, yeah, I think bargain basement is the way to go. Really? I... We're
0: going like, yes, to, yes, absolutely there's some positions them. we need to Sorry. not be bargain basement, like linebacker, for example. I'm curious what they're going to do. I didn't expect Mosley to be a Bronco, but we're not going to get Jordan Hicks. and
2: It's a deep draft, though.
0: I mean, I've been pounding the pavement for Devin White to be our our first round draft pick, but we might have to move up to get him, even at 10, so that's not likely to happen, and we should talk about this. Given that we traded away Case Keenum, which I'm in favor of, I think that actually puts a lot more pressure on us to get a decent quarterback in this draft. Maybe not in the first round, but we've got to get, you know, probably look for one in the second round at least so that we have a decent backup and possibly have a quarterback of the future or or we do it again next year. But But I'm not sure we can spend our first round pick on a different position now that we don't really have a second stringer. I, th-
2: I think they have a list of guys already that they're really, really excited about in this draft. And I wouldn't be surprised if Drew Locke is at the top of that list. But if he ends up, if some team trades up and takes him, I, th- I have a feeling they're comfortable with several other guys that are, should be available at 10 And I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't think they're going to move up. I don't think they're going to move back. I think they're going to stand right where they're at. And they're going to be comfortable letting the draft fall to them wherever it may fall. And if they don't get Drew Locke and they end up getting a Devin White or or some, some other defensive player at that position, then you're going to see them draft a quarterback in the second or third rounds that they're also comfortable with at that spot. So... You know, I I like the patience. I want everything to be fixed right away and for this team to be great again. But I don't think that's going to happen right away. I think, you know, you look at Fangio, he built that defense from the ground up. It took four years. You know, we're just going to have to be patient.
1: I think the lesson from the last draft, from the 2018 draft, is that it's better when you let the draft kind of come to you we're not even to the next draft and people are still like no that was really a good draft and so hopefully the lesson that he learned was that you let the draft come to you and
2: uh that that's how we that's how we play it this year that's the caveat if you don't get your quarterback this year you need to be willing to to play the draft get good quality players and you're gonna have to bet the farm at some point and go get that franchise quarterback because the position is so damn important that when the time comes and the draft class is going to be stacked at quarterback, at some point you got to take the risk. And
1: I think we can get Marcus Mariota here. Next
2: year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, I don't want to go down that road every two or three years. But if if you don't feel convinced that a guy this year is you know the next Aaron Rodgers or whatever, and you need to trade up to get him, then you need to play the draft. Let the draft fall to you. But if you come next year, if you got a, fr- a legitimate there's no way this guy isn't going to be a, a franchise quarterback a baker mayfield or something you gotta bet the farm you now put put all your chips on the table and go get them in order to get up to that that first top five range they're gonna have to really trade draft capital to get there they're gonna have to trade multiple first rounders a second rounder they're gonna have to really actually bet the farm and i don't know if elway actually has that in him to do
1: a, a Russell Wilson, a Tony
2: Romo, if you will. Um, a Tom Brady. <laughs> for for every one of those guys, there's like 17 Trevor Simeons. So Ex- I no. was just
0: going to say that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, that- well, here's the real question. Where does
1: Blake Bortles end up? He was released today by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He might be a Bronco. No. No, he's not. <laughs> We're going end to the, end the podcast right here. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well... Trev's still got that lucrative Skittles uh,
2: endorsement <laughs> contract, so... I'm, I'm just saying that's, that's how the league will view Blake Bortles compared to Trevor Simeon. And, you know, not to beat up on Trevor Simeon, I'm just saying he's not as good as y'all thought he was. <laughs> who, Are you talking to who me? Who thought he I was good?
1: Was like, oh, no, he was good.
2: He was terrific. I had a tweet reply today saying... If only Trevor Simeon had a line, you would have seen how great oh. he could have been. <laughs> that was today, people. So, uh, no,
1: he would have had to throw the ball past that line, and so it never would have happened. <laughs> right. Peyton still made stuff happen.
0: He did not have his. He did not have his best year, but he could hold on to the ball. The offense could keep the ball and he could get a third down when he needed to. We could march down the field. Do you remember the Kansas city game where we had the ball for 11 and a half minutes and got a field goal, but we kept the defense off the field for a long time. So they got rested and then they came in and scooped up the ball. Bradley Roby
1: won the game. Like it, Peyton Manning did this. I, I knew which chiefs game you were talking about because the other <laughs> game my point still is
0: Peyton Manning had the same line, but he could get rid of the ball really fast. He could still make some key third downs when he had to. I
2: think I think your actual point here is that I would sign Peyton Manning today <laughs> to start for my team before I would sign Trevor Simeon today. <laughs>
1: exactly. I would garbage Peyton Manning over Joe Flacco
2: every Joe day. Joe Flacco. What? Yeah, we're talking about Trevor Simeon.
0: <laughs> let me let me translate for everybody. <laughs> Tim is saying he would take Peyton Manning today versus Trevor Simeon, who's also a free agent today. Jess is saying he would also take Peyton Manning even over our current quarterback Joe Flacco. So I think what we're all saying is I wouldn't
2: go that far. But we
0: would like
1: Peyton Manning. It's
2: crazy talk. <laughs> Peyton Manning's forty-three years old.
1: Well, and he does great commercials and all, yeah, and you know, he'd that's be great. entertaining I, I mean, at live least. Live the glory days. Like, I, we're not going to win this year anyway.
2: Like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> so okay. frustrating. You're, you're depressing me. What's the mystery
0: question? <laughs> that's right. There's no 13 and three coming from New Hampshire right now.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's really hard to be a Broncos fan up here. Everybody keeps winning all over the place. <laughs> like, Jesus. So, this week's mystery question with the bomb cyclone descending upon the greater Denver metro area. What, as Bronco fans, what was your favorite bad weather game for the Denver Broncos?
0: It was the very first game I went to at Mile High, and it was the old Mile High. It had to be 1983 because it was John Elway's first season. One of his very first comeback win. So I think it was against Baltimore. Jess, you're the history buff. Check me on my facts. Am I right? Got to look
2: it up. 1983, it, the only comeback he had was against the Colts, and it was in Mile High Stadium. So, was where oh, it is. Okay. It was 21-19. Yes. He was 345 yards, three touchdown passes, and he put the beat down in week 15 of the 1983 season it wasn't his first start but it was his first comeback win
0: (laughs) yeah okay so let me go back my sister was um competing at a gymnastics state meet in denver and it was taking so long it was like you know the broncos are playing over at mile high (laughs) so (laughs) my dad took me and my brother i was 13 and my brother would have been six and we left the gymnastics meet, the state championship. We drove over to Mile High, like 20 minutes, and bought tickets to the game. It had snowed the day before, so it was packed snow, like, all across the stadium. We had to, you know, like, move eight inches of snow off the bleachers. We sat in the, the old Mile High Stadium South Stands. And, and that's was-
1: true, because the South Stands are the only place where there were bleacher seats. So, yes, I agree.
0: Yes, and it was awesome. Come back win and we got back and my sister hadn't had a very good meet, but we pretended like the game wasn't all that fun because she was mad that we didn't stay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your sister a big Broncos fan to this day or do so you hold
0: that again? She is. My whole family's crazy Broncos fans.
2: So I I looked the game up while you're talking and elway was sacked five times they were down 19 to nothing baltimore had had the ball for 36 minutes in this game and then in the fourth quarter elway throws three touchdown passes ends up with 345 yards passing and the broncos win 21 19 yeah it was crazy. <laughs> totally elway right there totally elway that's where that quote that's what you paid five million dollars for fourth down and two broncos never actually been to a bronco home game unfortunately so i was thinking about the the most fun i've ever had watching a broncos game a bad weather one was in 2015 when they came back to beat the uh patriots the patriots in overtime with brock osweiler and i was going nuts in that game i couldn't believe it when when the patriots scored and went up late in that game I was like, "Oh, season's over. There's no way we're going to go through Foxborough to to win a Super Bowl in this game not with not with the offensive s- struggling and all that." And then all that crazy shit happened, and they won. I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!
1: CJ so, Anderson! Oh my god!"
2: I was there. You took
1: I'd, my you took mine, but I have a backup.
2: When Brandon Bolden took that sixty three yard swing pass for the touchdown in the fourth quarter to go up twenty one seven.
1: At that point, I wanted to dig a hole and hide because <laughs> my uncle-in-law who is a, uh, he's from Seattle. So he's also a Seattle uh, uh, Seahawks fan. It, it was it was an absolute treat. It was one of the one of the best football experiences I've ever had. It, it, I, like hugging strangers and even he was excited. And uh, yeah, no, it was a tremendous time and he had a good time. And, um, you know, he's got six Super Bowls. So, you know, he can take a loss. That's fine. Omaha! Set! Set a toss. Anderson,
0: he'll get it. And plenty more! CJ Anderson is going to go all the
1: way! And the Denver Broncos win the game! I I, uh, somehow came into possession of a tape of the 1984 Broncos-Packers game at Mile High. Um and that is something to watch if you ever get the opportunity it's snowing i mean and it's not just like it's not like bomb cyclone snow where it's like like wind and a, and a couple inches of snow and, and it's crazy <laughs> like, it was like it was like feet of snow and the the the, the first play the, the packers had the ball and uh fumble uh and i believe tom jackson either forced the fumble or recovered the fumble and ran it back for a touchdown um that was a Monday night football right it was yes and the the broncos then kicked off again and the very next play i'm i'm thinking rulan jones but i'm not i'm thinking that's not right um Maybe Tom Jackson again. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I, there was another fumble immediately. On the, like the, so, the first two plays of the game, the Packers fumbled twice for 14 points for the Broncos. They run it back, score a touchdown, and um, and the rest of the game, it's like a dispirited uh, Green Bay Packers quad just just can't kind of get it going. And
2: oh, I can't remember his name. Mikowski McAliskey.
1: Yes, Mikowski it's is the guy. Magic and... man, right? <laughs> Yes, and um, and you know that he can't get it going, and then but to to that end, also John Elway struggles like in the snow. Like it, he it's like it's early in his career, and it's like he's not yet, you know, full gone full Elway, and I will destroy all comers. Um, This is a game that the defense won, and and, in the snow, in in an old mile high, and it was it was amazing.
0: continued in a Monday night contest the following week. Just get your mind off the weather. Get your mind on your business. Play ball. Ah! On a night that wasn't fit for man or beast, the Broncos beat back the elements and beat up the Packers. After the Broncos won the toss, Coach Reeves elected to kick off, forcing Green Bay to handle the ball first in snow-swept Mile High Stadium. start moving from right to left from south to north. Packers handing the ball off on a loss and it picked up on the bounce on the bubble it will be a touchdown for the Broncos on the first play. Louis Wright's touchdown made the score 14 to nothing with 14 minutes and 23 seconds remaining in the opening quarter and the Packers never recovered.
1: This has been something something Broncos. Uh, stay tuned for our bonus coverage of John Elway's quarterback on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Tim and I <laughs> and Lori, we all kind of get into, we kind of geek out on it. Like we opened our show with it and uh, we were like, "No, we need to kind of get into the news first, but we have lots of wonderful, beautiful discussion of old 8-bit video games <laughs> starring your friend John Elway." Lord Though we have lost Neil Smith to free agency and Steve Atwater to the Jets, still
0: we hope our beloved Broncos can bring home another Super Bowl championship and once again bathe in the glory of your light. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Let's go Broncos. Broncos. Let's go Broncos. Broncos. Let's go.
2: Said Bradley Roby, with who we lost and replaced with Dude, Kareem Jackson. I am a bitch. I did. I fucking said Bradley Roby. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one where you get you can get in a fight?
1: Uh, that is NFL Blitz. That came out many years later. And yeah, oh. it was an un- okay, so I actually own this here in in my little arcade here in the basement. <laughs> uh because uh the first NFL Blitz was the first year that uh, the Broncos won the Super Bowl. So it's like got Steve Atwater and Terrell Davis and John Elway, and so I I made like a Bronco Blitz cabinet just for just for that. And so it was back in the day before like the NFL was like aware that video games could like be a thing <laughs> and uh, and th- they have fights and swearing and they're all like super roided up. And like, after the whistle, you can like, sh- like just dogpile whoever had the ball. And it's like, it didn't matter at that time. They were just like, whatever. It's like a thing. It's not, it's not going to go anywhere in this video game thing. It's a fad.
2: um <laughs> So this video game thing. So yeah. It, it, uh, so I think, in, I think that game stole it I, f- I found the name of it it's super high impact football the OG NFL blitz this game. whoa yes that's the one where you you had to press AB because I was like if you said Super Bowl gaming had advanced beyond AB I think it was AB or it was XY like they had more buttons <laughs> the Raiders is a team that we don't care for so-
1: warning I do do the podcast in my underpants but it's from the <laughs> belly button up so you never see anything so just like me bloggers
0: you're supposed to do it in your pajamas at least right?
1: I, I blog in much less <laughs> Lord Latimore Vol- just place and Tim Lynch yes my master Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Uh-huh.
2: In come.